0: You ready? Yes, sir. Ready when you are. All right. There's usually intro music. So let's pretend the intro music's playing. And then Sounds then, good. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. I'm here with uh, Christos. How do you say your first name? Is it Christos? Or is it like people just call you Christos? Christos?
1: Yeah, people call me Christos, but you say it if you're going to say it like the legit legit way, you probably say Christo Christo, Christo. Yeah, Christo. I'm, yes, I'm, yeah you got
0: it perfect I'm all about that well the thing is I had a Greek my first girlfriend was Greek so that's like your first love you know and then so I got real into the Greek language for a little bit <laughs> and I, I would be like she'd be like mad at me if I'm saying gyro you know she's like you gotta say you gotta say yes gyro. and I'm like oh okay babe like sorry <laughs> but um yeah so it's so funny like now I have, like, a slight connection to the Greek language and stuff. And I notice, like, your last name is, like, so
1: Greek. Like <laughs> Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. When people uh, ask me where I'm from, I'm like, do you read <laughs> my name? I'm like, where do you think I'm from?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take a wild guess. <laughs> Seriously. That's mad funny. Yeah, cool, man. Um, I first uh, noticed you, I think we... Um, competed in Sogi a while ago And I I think Yeah, we, we did a super fight with each other We had a super fight But before that, where were you training at? What, what, yeah, like, let me, let me get some backstory on you Because, um, a lot of my listeners probably don't know who
1: you are Even though a lot of them are grappling nerds Yeah, so, <clears throat> I, uh, I started training probably i to say probably like six years ago and we're just kind of bouncing from gym to gym. I had like, you know, one or two in the beginning. I was there for a while, just under like classic Brazilian coaches, trained mostly in the Gi. And then I st- I met Placido, who is making pretty frequent trips to New York. I started training with him basically in his kitchen. Like that was like <laughs> my, my dojo, it was Placido's kitchen for a solid year, year and a half. No way. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's where... With like that's where I feel ten like kids running around. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty pretty much, bro. It was just me, Placido, his family of like fifteen kids, and um, a couple Pl- other people would pop in too. It was a good time.
0: Placido's like and a Spanish
1: like- Amish person, dude. He's he's
0: like he's not even real. I feel like I, I don't know how he trains that hard and has like ten kids, and and he's like, yeah, we're doing two more before I'm done.
1: Yeah, he just opened his gym, too, Five Stone Jiu-Jitsu in Massachusetts. If you're around the area, I'm sure uh, it's probably some of the best instruction around, so check it out. But, but yeah, I, I got introduced to Placido, started training with him. He brought me to New York maybe, like, four or five times to do John's classes. Uh, oh, that's, that, that's you awesome. Know, just kind of, like, yeah, it was cool. I just was bouncing around the area up there training for a while, um, moved down to Austin, so when that's you know, such John a big the team move, dude. Like,
0: how, how you can't like? I I can't allow you to just like gloss over that part because <laughs> that's fucking insane, dude. I was training in the blue basement for a while, like before the breakup, and then I went to uh, Brooklyn with Eddie Cummings and Callistine and Rao. And like, um, I mean, like we would visit the main academy sometimes, but it was like mostly all my training was done with like JC and Eddie Cummings or whatever. When that whole thing was going on, were you around during that? Because that was pre-Puerto
1: Rico. Yeah. No, I probably been to the basement maybe, maybe four or five times like total. Um, so I, I never got the chance to go to Puerto Rico. I know Placido was there. Oh, like sorry, pretty so, but so
0: when did w- w- you just decided to go to Austin with them, like just because you're like, oh,
1: this is like the best team. I want to train with the best. Yeah, I, I um, always wanted to train with John. So I was like, man, this guy's obviously the best. And yeah, Gordon had posted like, all right, we're going to be teaching at Hanzo Gracie Austin, uh, like starting next Monday or whatever, like, you know, pull up. So I just pulled up. <laughs> and, uh, Yo, and that was it. That's so I just buggin'. flew there. I I got an Airbnb for like like three weeks or a month or something <laughs> like that. I did my trip there, uh, got invited, was lucky enough to get invited to train at the, at the pro session. Cause dude, at the time there was literally no one in the room. I remember going to the pro session and there was like four or five people in John's class. Cause like a lot of people either hadn't even like gotten all their stuff moved yet or, you know, majority of people left or, you know, so it was probably like <laughs> yeah. four or five people for a solid two weeks, um, and it just me like a fucking make a wish kid bro just like everything i ever wanted (laughs) dude that's (laughs) uh, awesome right place right time dude right place right time yeah um it was just amazing man so yeah after getting like a taste of that i was just like dude i cannot go back to whatever the fuck i was doing before so i just came back up here packed all my stuff drove down and uh yeah, man, it's been great. It's just, like I said, pretty much everything I've ever wanted in the world of jujitsu and, and training. So when would you start Enigma? So Enigma started. It's funny because I think you were actually supposed to be on the first one ever, and yeah. then something happened, and you and you had to pull out. Um, yeah. So Enigma originally it was happened, a gym, but yeah, definitely. I forget remember. what it was. Yeah, yeah. It it was supposed to be a gym. So in I lived in Massachusetts, but in New Hampshire. This is where a lot of my friends trained. Um, And there was, like, if you wanted to do a no-gi class in New Hampshire, you're going on either Tuesday night or Thursday night, and if you can't make that, then you're just (laughs) fucked, like, train on your own time. So I was like, okay, you know, let me make a place where people can just do no-gi every day. Like, we won't even train in the gi. So I rented out this—not even rented out. I, like, subleased this place— I forget the name of it. It was like a fitness center, uh, just a small like mom and pop gym. Um, And we would go with puzzle mats. We had them in the corner in this closet. We put them down every morning and every night. We had classes and we did this for a few months. But the grand opening of that was the Enigma Invitational. And it was just meant to be like the grand opening of the gym. And so many people pulled up and so many people asked me after, like, when we're going to do the next one. I was like, I guess we can do another one. That was really fun. (laughs) And then after I did a second one, I was like, yeah, this is way more fun than, like, trying to manage, like, a gym and, like, keep it growing until, like, you know get my own place. And then I'm like locked into that place for a few years. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. This, I can kind of just do whatever I want. How much did it cost to throw
0: your own thing? Like your, your own, like, first of all, how much did it cost to like rent that mom and pop studio?
1: And were you worried about like insurance or anything like that? Not really the insurance wasn't expensive if I remember correctly, man, it was like Maybe a thousand bucks a month, maybe Um, But again, it's not like, you know, we let like I would literally have to go put the mats for the whole session down And pick them and clean them and pick them up every single session. So it was like Brutal. It was tedious, but yeah, it was worth it though Like we had a nice little group coming Um, dude, I, I know what that's like, uh, during COVID, uh,
0: I brought all my mats to the park and I started like a park jitsu thing for like a couple months, honestly. Like we had up to like 50 people on the mats. It was, it was like sick. But like yeah i, ha- I would have to like at the park yuck. dude it was insane because it was like peak covid dude think about it like nobody had Damn, anywhere man. to train and we had such great like it was like such a great view it was in astoria park and you would just have people like who see us like working out and like training we're sweating and then just so many people wanted to like join it and try it like we we had regular classes and everything it was awesome that's so sick. If you, Damn, look back, if you look back at Fort Stringer's, like, back, back, back when it fucking, like, yeah, when COVID was uh, happening, um, you see, like, a bunch of, like, professional pictures or whatever of just us, like, vibing at the park. It was, it was awesome. And then, and then next to us, like, uh, Jeet Kune Do school starts doing what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it was sick, though. We started, like, a movement in the park.
1: It was awesome. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, man. That's, that's what I was trying to get going. And then after, after the second one of those, I was like, you know what? This event stuff's really fun. Both of these are bangers. I'm going to, I'm going to rent like a nice place to do. And I'm going to bring the mats and do like a real proper event somewhere. And I got this wedding hall in maybe Wyndham, New Hampshire, I don't know, somewhere in New Hampshire, beautiful wedding hall, brought the puzzle mats, did an event. And dude, like, 250 people bought tickets and that was the first one i really charged for the other two i think were free or like ten dollars or something this one they were like actually properly priced tickets and made pretty decent money on it i was like man Dude, this that's has awesome. a lot of potential yeah I, I recognize like it has it has a lot of potential and i'm not tied down to any spot or any time frame i can of do whatever so i was like man i'm just gonna do this really put all my focus in this and at first for the first quite few events my focus was the promotion itself and putting on events but as time went on i realized okay this isn't you know the the best way i can possibly make money and make this prof- profitable and grow this and what I started doing was sort of f- focusing my attention to the streaming site, to Enigma TV and using the events and the Enigma Invitational to supplement Enigma TV. So now my focus is transferred more to the streaming site, you know, building an alternative uh, to flow grappling, to fight pass, things like that, to fight TV. Because, I mean, I don't want to talk shit, but like most people are not very big fans of flow grappling. They don't love the idea of having to pay up front for a year or pay like 30 bucks for a month which seems kind of unreasonable <laughs> you know, you know to me
0: the, so you know what the the the, the real trick is um uh, you go what's that you go to like flow cheerleading or some like really niche sport and then you get that and then they charge way less
1: and then you oh yeah 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 (laughs) you're saying like like when you go to sign up right yeah yeah (laughs) this this is what i'm saying dude like they i feel in a way they just kind of insult their dude it's their customers yeah
0: but it's funny it's funny like but you know what the thing the argument i would say against that is that um like how much jujitsu media do we have and here's like a big conglomerate who's trying to do it and like i don't know i i kind of feel like i have to support jujitsu media in a way like sometimes you know what i mean like like i'm like okay like yes you know like these guys are going through it they're trying to do this shit to the best of their abilities i know like some flow uh employees like personally who like really try and they really care about their job and stuff and like they want to continue to have a platform where they can be professionals on there. Like I almost feel like I should be supporting Jiu Jitsu media. It almost like you you know what I mean. Like and I know and I know they're like shitty sometimes to us, but you know they're just trying to look at the flip side of it where it's like, how many flow grapplings do we have though?
1: For sure, no, I, I, mean, I agree with you, dude. What they've done for the sport is they've definitely been a huge part of you know turning it into an actual sport and not just like a, a hobby that people do um, so yeah props yeah. to them I just think but uh, I feel there's, you there's I, I love your thinking of like, like yeah fuck <laughs> there, there's no one to like try new things or to you know like kind of give them ideas or a challenge like competition's always good man when there's only one player in the game it's no fun they can kind of do whatever they want um, like, like for example, it's gonna sound off-topic. Take like sports video games, for example. I don't know how much of a gamer you are if you ever played sports video games growing up. But yeah, I, I had an older brother, like, so we would always play. Like, okay, yeah, everything. so he, he, like. I don't know if you've kept up in recent years, but if you look at, uh, any of the companies like EA, for example, that have exclusive rights to, you know, NFL games or, uh, or anything like that, dude, those games fucking suck. Like They're Meriden? terrible because there's no like Madden it's terrible because there's no competition EA's like oh we can just recycle the same game and put it out Um, 2K does the same thing with the basketball game so like when there's no competition it doesn't matter what sort of business you're in I feel like there's no pressure on you you know what I mean yeah um so I, I just feel like having multiple options and as a company, big or small, knowing there's other options out there, you're always going to try to be on your A game. Um, and I just like having that pressure too. Like I don't even offer a yearly subscription on Enigma TV. It's only month to month because I know for a fact, okay, if I don't keep bringing heat every single month with the, with events, then people are just going to unsubscribe. I like having that pressure on because. I know I have to keep bringing heat or people are gonna unsubscribe, you know So I think that's an important thing to have Competition's gonna, you know, keep that pressure on on everybody to keep bringing their a-game How have you gone about like building out the site and like actually offering
0: streaming and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of ways you can do it You basically you just find a company that specializes uh, In in building something out for you. So I mean, there's a bunch of examples. You can go online and just search up, like, you know, how to make your own Netflix or how to make your own streaming site. And and all that stuff is, like, very easily available. People are always, like, amazed. Like, oh, my God, how did you do that? I'm like, I I Googled it. (laughs) You just got to know, like,
0: how to ask the right questions. Because I would have never thought to be, like, how do I build my own Netflix? That seems so, like, painfully obvious now. Yeah.
1: but. Yeah. Yeah. I I probably didn't use that term. You know what it was? I think I knew someone at one point that went through this company that I uh, am using now. And they were using like a free version or like super cheap version, which is what I was using in the beginning before we had our apps and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of how I found out about them. But it's it's if you know like okay i just want to build out my own hosting um you know app or a website or whatever it's uh-huh. not very difficult if you if you know what you want it's pretty easy to learn how to do it through the internet everything's free to learn now man you know
0: yeah yeah i i um i had an idea for a website and um i'm actually seeing ads on instagram now uh for like something like it where um I don't know, I mean, I don't know how m- much you played video games, but I don't know. Uh, have you ever heard of game battles? Game, game battles battles.: Yeah, GameBattles.com. Like, yeah, I don't I think so. Well, it's like this website where any game that's like has like a good competitive multiplayer base, you can uh, go to this website, register like a clan and like have your boys make profiles, and then all of you are in a clan. Now you're in a worldwide like leaderboard for this website. And, you know, um you set up like one-on-ones, you take pictures as evidence to see who won the match, who lost the match, you submit it, and then you get like credit for it. And then eventually you get qualified for like high level tournaments and like big money games and, and all that stuff. You could even like pay like $200 entry fees to like get into like a, a, a money tournament, right? And I was okay. thinking, why not do that for like jujitsu where like the better you are the higher your bounty you know somebody takes you out in a super fight or something like you claim some sort of I don't know experience or bounty I I, I was like I was stuck on the word bounty when I I was uh, thinking about this but uh, I, I thought it would be cool to like and then set up like bet matches through there too where you could use the website as like escrow and then you know like you just have like an open challenge, like okay, any anybody who's like a verified, like purple belt, one fifty five, like I'm here. You could put my hundred dollars against yours. Let's meet up, and then like you have to submit like video evidence as proof, and then yeah, and whatever. I'll make money on the side just holding the money, like.
1: <laughs> Bro, I love that. What it like? What a. How long have you had this idea for? Years, dude, years, awesome. years I, I've been so talking about this <laughs> I've
0: been talking about this on my podcast for so long I, I thought it was like the coolest shit And then um, Keenan talked about it on his podcast Like the Mapper and podcast the, not too long ago He So everyone's like Into chess now And uh, yeah. there's like Chess has like a, something called an ELO, so he was just talking yep. about how Jiu Jitsu guys should have an ELO, and then just like how it's like in chess or whatever, it's basically the same ideas, just without like bounty and without like um and without like the money aspect of it or whatever. But honestly, I think this would be like the way to start setting up quintets, too, because you make a clan or make a team or whatever. You put five motherfuckers on there and then <laughs> you can meet up with five other dudes who want to like, yeah, who want to hold like a quintet. And you just record the whole thing among you guys and send the results in
1: like Dude, know. this. This sounds like. This sounds like a really good idea. I would really get on top dude, of this. Dude, come, yo, think, come
0: be a part of it, dude. We could set it up on Enigma, whatever. You could fucking, I'll help run this You the know shit. I'm down, man. Dude, you know I'm down. Dude, I'm so down. This is about to be the birth of a insane
1: <laughs> partnership. <laughs> I hope so, bro. Yeah. I'm open to anything, man. I'm just looking for content, 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 no, content. No, no, I, for I the understand, site. dude. And that's
0: why I started Fourth Stringers, too. Um, like we saw it was it was me and my friend sebastian sebastian birdie he moved away so like i kind of took the reins on this but you know he's still like my best friend so i still like communicate with him and stuff it's just hard to do podcasts with him now but um Dude, we started this because we were like, we hate all jujitsu media. It's so horrible. (laughs) Not to call anybody out and name specific names or whatever, but it's mostly all of them. And it's all like very droning. Like it would be, it's like, it's like I'm listening to people who have never really done jujitsu at a high level. Talk to me about jujitsu and like what's wrong with it or what's right with it or like what these competitors should do. A lot of the time, it would just piss me off, and I would I would not like I it, it, it like snapped something in me so badly that me and my friend decided to start our own like media company or whatever. And I mean, if I feel like I built such a fun brand that I have a lot of loyal followers, so whatever I do in the future with jujitsu, like I have like a cool core group of people that'll you know like fuck with me, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just sick, and 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 it's cool that you're like doing the content thing because I know how it is. Like, it's it's hard. Like, you need a, you need a fire under your ass. It's not a scheduled like thing yeah. to do. Like, you got no boss. You you got to be your own boss, and that shit is like, I don't know, dude. Sometimes I just want to like be fat and like eat stuff <laughs> and like do
1: nothing. Like I said, bro, I think it comes back down to just keeping pressure on yourself. My way of doing that is. You know, monthly subscriptions, I know for a fact, like if I don't keep bringing heat, my numbers are going to dwindle and that's not, that's never a good thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think as as long as there's something keeping pressure on you or you're putting that pressure on yourself, um, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be in good shape. This is like just a better way to
0: do a Patreon sort of, dude. You should just bring fucking somebody on to do some technique videos. Or do you think that would be too flooding on your
1: website?
0: Like, give them a reason. To I mean, s- if
1: he, yeah, I would love to. Oh, you know, have to have, like, instructionals on the website, that'd be great. You know, I, just, you I know, feel like... Uh, you know what
0: you could do for, for content is, like, if you have a tournament where uh, you have, like, a winner, right? You could be like, yo, I'll give you, like, 50 bucks to narrate um, your finals match and uh, just yeah. talk about that. And then, boom, that's, like, uh, f- fuck, dude. Like, imagine you're, like, I don't know, like, your
1: champions. Do that. You have some good champions on there, so... Yeah. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, Most so. recently, uh, we got Max Hansen, he won the 170 belt and then DeAndre won the 155 one. Um, dude, both people both people who up. have
0: beat me. Oh my god. Do not yo yo you, you cannot really? say their names on the on this podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had a match. I had a match with Max Hansen at WNO. And, uh,
1: oh, um, on the, like, uh, the finale of the reality yeah, show. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, I had, uh, no, nah, but we're cool. We're cool. It's just funny. Um, and, uh, DeAndre, I fucking, dude, he fucked me up in, I think it was like finishers. And he, he got me with like a triangle, dude. It was horrible. It was horrible. Me
1: and all Bro, my friends DeAndre's did like so a triangle good, speed man.
0: run. It was like, we're, we'll see who could get the, triangle <laughs> the fastest. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, both those guys are good. DeAndre just... I mean, both the guys blew me away in their performances at uh, in those tournaments that they won. They each had four matches, four subs. But Ooh. I feel like... I don't know. I want to say DeAndre specifically, but even Max. I, don't, I haven't seen this kid lose once except for Trials. Uh, he lost, I think, 2-0 to Taza, which is like... Mm. <laughs> I don't even consider that an L, really. Taza's yeah. fucking nasty. So, yeah, man, I think... Those two guys are going to do huge things in 2024 uh, along with a lot of the other champions, too. I want to I want to start getting more title fights um, you know, on the Enigma cards, start getting more active with the Enigma cards because a lot of the champions are still like still haven't defended their belts since they won them yeah. when we we're, were using EBI rules which which is like a year and a half ago so uh, I'd like to see them you know defend their belts under ACC rules now that we're using them and all the title fights are finals rules 20 minutes which I think is it really changes things especially you know coming from EEI rules when they won their belts so yeah that's so yeah, different I mean, a that's a completely different like
0: rules yeah.
1: <laughs> dude yeah yeah <laughs> not, not nothing yo, yeah, that's not so comparable crazy. at all <laughs> <But> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah you gotta, I mean, gotta be like promotion's
1: taken like complete 180
0: yeah right whoa it's cause what are you cause you're 80 cc pill now
1: I mean, I, th- I just think it's the most spectator friendly, honestly. You know, if you feel like a guy is stalling, they're just going to get their points taken away, which is pretty good incentive to stop stalling. Um, any other rule set, I feel like stalling isn't really enforceable. EBI, I guess you can add ride time, but if you're good at overtime, it doesn't matter because you're just good at overtime, so you can still stall and it's not going to matter. W and O or sub only. I mean, you can stall, maybe you'll lose a decision, but the fans still just have to watch a super boring match. Yeah. Uh, I feel like with ADCC, you just, all right, fuck it. You're, you're going to lose your points. Every like, all the hard work you did to get your points. Now they're gone. It's, it's, and
0: it's so that's hard pretty to
1: get Yeah. So it, it's personally for me, most spectator friendly. Um, we've been using, you know, good, Good judges that, you know, are primaries at trials and opens and things. I've personally been a primary now for like four or five opens. Uh, but the next one, Smash Pass J, is actually going to come judge. So uh, uh, awesome. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I'm, he's like Mr. ADCC. So <laughs> I'm just trying to like <laughs> use <laughs> use the best judges I can, make sure we're not. You know, making any like unforgivable errors, which we we haven't really had anything like that happen so far, which is good, especially with our prizes getting bigger and bigger. Um, Have you got to make sure that? Do Do you remember? Like speaking of unforgivable
0: errors, do you remember Juan and Gabriel Souza?
1: Was this the, the guillotine? The guillotine uh, yes,
0: bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude, that's like my nightmare. Because yeah. like, I've I've done refereeing for a couple of years for Naga, but like that's like a nightmare scenario. I can't. I don't know. Like I, I like I feel like they should have just stopped the match, but like stuff like that,
1: like I can't imagine the. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like, I I have to go back and watch that again because. What happened? He The ref thought he was asleep, and he stopped it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Gabriel's okay. yeah, yeah. mean, standing man. up
0: with, like, a guillotine on.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, like, I really, it's one of those things. I feel like there's no right or wrong answer. I feel like if you're going to go by the book, you kind of have to end the match. But yeah. it, looking at it like a logical person, it's like, man, what do we do? What did they end up doing? Do you remember? They just reset him in a
0: fully locked guillotine and he got out
1: i i guess that's like the logical way to go about it yeah. i suppose um but yeah a situation like that would be horrible uh <laughs> yeah i don't know dude i don't have a perfect answer for it yeah. i had a similar situation this last weekend in the oh connor's quintet God. that you guys dude, competed in was that, in, was you that, that your first that. quintet
0: like that you have ever
1: hosted so let me think um p- 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 yeah that's the first team format quintet event ever that i've organized yeah what did you think let's go i'm a pioneer dog um it was awesome it was fun it
0: was fun yeah yeah it was like uh i mean it almost felt like more of a game like i don't know how to explain it like it was like fun And like it it was still jujitsu but it was like fun in a different way it was like i'm playing like i'm in a lobby with my boys and we're playing like some weird game (laughs) together and like it was awesome just to it's just so different it's so different you have your boys there they're kind of like depending on you it's awesome as a competitor yeah it was really fun it was it was like really fun i I loved it i'm definitely (laughs) gonna do it again
1: I love to hear that. The athletes said they all had a good time. All the spectators, you know, except for a select few, (laughs) had a good time. Um, (laughs) The staff had a good time. I had a good time. I think there's definitely something to the team, the team format that gets people more invested. I feel like if you just do a lineup of super fights or just like a tournament and you don't really know – the people in there as a spectator, especially if you're just like a brother or a cousin or a parent, um, it's like, all right, well, the person I'm here to watch is done. So I'm going to head out with a team thing. I feel like you get a little more invested because you see how a team's performing. You see the way they're behaving, their mannerisms. And you kind of like start to back a team, even though you don't really know them. I had so many people telling me, oh yeah, I actually, I wanted this team to win or I was really hoping this team won. I'm like, do you know anybody? They're like, no, no. But this happened (laughs) before. beforehand yeah Uh, I think people get more invested it's funny man too because you're not gonna believe this but the we so as Enigma TV we sold more new subscriptions for this for this small quintet that we did at at Connors MMA we sold more new subscriptions than we did for either of the 5k Enigma tournaments That we did a few months ago, which absolutely blew me away. I was not expecting that at all. When it comes down to, I guess, the amount of athletes on the card. There was like 60 athletes on the card. We had 10 super fights and then eight teams of five. But I was not expecting it to outperform. Those events where I, you know, I paid all that money out to people and paid for people's travel and things. Mm-hmm. This one, we invested a lot less in it and it did way better. Um, we sold a pretty comparable amount of tickets. The place was packed. It was, uh, and I feel personally, people got their money's worth more with this event than they did with those other ones. Because those yeah, other I mean, ones, the the tickets were 50 bucks. Uh, and, you know, you, you get to see high level tournament, you know, 5K uh, Guys fighting for 5k 5k is a lot of money And the guys that came out Were very high level A lot of top 10 guys But I feel like for for what you got to see the other day For $30, almost half the price I felt, personally, people got their money's Worth more, I had a better time The other night, so I think Yeah, there's definitely going to be more Quintets on the horizon on Enigma TV We have another one in Austin in like three weeks Vows and Mission Series, and then uh, The Battle of the Promotions in like a week a Week, week and a half um, Really, that's, that was like my motivation For doing this one up in Boston was just To kind of get some like practice Hosting a quintet <laughs> <laughs> before uh before we do the big one in Florida and I thought Rory Connors smoothly. hosted this because it was Connors Invitational
0: and then I yeah, was like so, oh, yeah.
1: "What? Well, sorry what were you going to say no 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 that I mean, they're partners. So, like, I go to these different gyms, like Vow in Austin, for example, Connors MMA up in Massachusetts, and I'll partner with them, uh, you know, financially. Like, we split everything. They make some money. They get exposure for their gym. And I'll pretty much just run the show as I do Enigma uh, and organize everything. Uh, But, yeah, they're just partners in it. They can be as involved as they want. They don't, you know, they can have no responsibilities and leave everything to me. Or if they want to do some of the work, they can most of the time they're just like, yeah, dude, do your thing. And, you know, just let me know how much it's going to be. Let me know how much we make and And that's it. And it's, it's gone well every single time. Um, the reason I do that is just to make it like appear that we have more shows on Enigma TV, make it look bigger than it really is. Number one, but also two is like, we use different rule sets in each one. So for example, like, um, you know, tap tournament was EBI. Now he's using ADCC because he likes it better. But then we have Connors, which we we usually use like sub only WNO rules. Mm-hmm. Then we have Enigma, which is ADCC. We have like all these different rule sets um, for each one too, which I think is kind of cool. But um, yeah, they're, oh, they're that's involved. Cool. I didn't
0: know that each one had its own distinct
1: rule <laughs> set. That's cool. Yeah, for the most part, some have the same. Like tap is ADCC as well, like mm-hmm. Enigma. But yeah, they're all in in a way their own. Um,
0: so you said that you had like the most fun doing this, uh, quintet. What, uh, and and, like what, uh, well, at first I was going to say, because it's like a, like five people from the same gym. I think that gives more of an incentive for a gym to like buy views. Like, I think that's like the perfect way to get like. People who normally wouldn't do something, they're like, eh, I'm watching five of my guys as opposed to just one guy. So I think that's such a great, like, I think quintets are going to be how you um, rack up those subscriptions. And Then people are gonna
1: forget yeah, about the subscription for two years,
0: and then you're just gonna get. It. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I hope not. I hope everyone's on top of their finances, especially uh, our customers. But, but um, yeah, I, I, like, I totally agree, bro. What the hell is this? Yeah. Two years later, no, I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree about the quintets, bro. Like I think, you know. People have their whole team competing Or a team of five representing their school Competing and it's six dollars to watch Them yeah of course they're going to drop that money even If they tune in for like a match or two Six bucks I think it's super reasonable I tell the Guys after you can cancel it right after if You want but I know you're going to be back soon Because there'll be something else you want to watch And yeah that Definitely gave me some ideas got The gears in my head turning like you Know how we could structure future quintets for More money like I'm already thinking about Potentially doing this summer a uh, Uh, Like an enigma team championships Or something where we where we do a similar thing Eight teams of five but maybe we do like 15k or something like that um, On the enigma invitational And then adcc super fights In between uh, I think would be I think would be sick So that would be sick. I already got the gears Turning in my head but um, Yeah for now we're just focused on The quintet wise This this florida event coming up in two Weeks is going to be Fucking sick. Um, I don't know if you've seen the teams, they're all stacked. Is it there's is it no the, easy matches the for anybody.
0: Like like the promotion one.
1: Yeah, so we're oh, organizing yeah, Enigma's organizing it, but yeah, we invited um finishers to bring a team, Midwest finishers to bring a team And Sapatero to bring a team, and the winning team uh, is gonna get 15k between the five guys. So Ooh. That's awesome. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, three three k to to each guy of the winning team. Enigma's bringing a good squad. Uh, I thought we were going to be like one of the smallest teams, but it actually turns out that, guy, that like each guy needed to cut like two pounds, and they're perfectly on the on the <laughs> weight limit. So, um, yeah, man, super excited for that one. That's awesome. Cutting?
0: Do you guys do weight? I mean, uh, night before weigh-ins for that. Yeah, we'll do night before weigh-ins for that. Dude, night before weigh-ins is crazy, bro. I had, after that first match, everybody was like... Do something i feel like <laughs> like they're weighing in like yeah. Yadi's weighing in like 185 walking in like 190 something guaranteed he was he like cut a little weight dude then,
1: speaking of okay I'll, I'll let you finish but i definitely want to talk to you about that match for sure. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 of course of course um and then that other guy he was like i think on the commentary you were like yeah this guy came in 196 and everybody was sucked yeah. out on his team last night, and I'm like, oh, oh
1: you're yeah, you're talking about the the Brazilian guy, six one seven guys, yeah, dude, bro, these guys. So the team weight limit, as you know, is nine hundred twenty five pounds. These guys came in, it added up to nine twenty nine. I was like, all right, oh, like shit. you guys, and they they already looked pretty sucked out. I was like, all right, guys, like. All you gotta do is, you know, lose a pound Each, not even uh, And they were there for probably like an extra hour like oh On the bike, God. running around the building And they wow. finally made it, dude they, they were getting naked, bro They were literally <laughs> ass naked And their coach is holding up a towel uh, And they are trying to like Grab the towel and shit And do like a DC oh my God, and hold their to DC guy up it. I was like, dude, dude put it. your fucking hands in the air they're uh, like, And they finally made it After an hour Put yeah. your hands in the air yeah bro I, I, I couldn't trust these guys Because they tried Like one of their guys Tried to cheat last time too Brother, For this Enigma, is games, He was this over This is gamesmanship This is Gamesmanship <laughs> so funny. Bro He Yeah The guy was The coach was trying to like Hold his guy up from the back I was like dude I can see you <laughs> touching him And then dude, they're, they're like just Complaining about the scale under. Bro, Yeah for, And then like They're complaining No, Well this scale says this I'm like dude No one Has used For the whole event Has used that scale To weigh in We're not using that scale And they're like Bro that's Come on That's ridiculous I'm like (laughs) What's ridiculous about that So Dude
0: I love that I I I fucking love that I love Brazilian culture I love all that shit I love that they give you A hard time I love that they give Refs a hard time I think it's so funny Like I would The only reason I would Learn Portuguese Is so I could fucking Complain like how they Complain I think it's so fucking funny (laughs) And like I I I don't know I just think it's funny Like I I don't like I know it must be so annoying On your end To be like Yo come on Guys just play by the fucking rules, and they're like, Come on, with the fucking towel. Ta- like, <laughs> let me touch the, the towel. And at the
1: end, they were like a pound over, they were like 926. And they're like, Bro, come on, can you just give it to him? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's you, so good. Like, like, you just quit trying. Like, that's your final attempt. Is just that's like so for good. me to let you cheat. <laughs> like, no, come on. No, I can't just give it to him. Come
0: on, Krista. Uh, you can't and just and fucking I'm the laugh. bad guy.
1: Yeah, no, so. dude, that rules.
0: That rules so much, and they—they like, dude, to Ronan, they stuck their fingers in his mouth.
1: To get yeah. Him Hugo to, did do that. And, to, to, okay, Hugo is an MMA fighter. He's a very tough, scrappy guy. He's he's even a world champion. He actually beat Dante, mm-hmm. Dante Leon, in the final of worlds yeah. by a penalty because Dante talked to the ref. Oh, so yeah. these guys know how to win matches. Yo. And again, I'm not taking anything away from Hugo Dude, because he rules. was fucking tough, like. He's tough. He's tough. Hugo's good. He's tough. He's scrappy. But at the same time, like they know how to win matches. Yes, dude. And Yo, that's yeah. so funny.
0: That's so I, fucking funny, I, yeah, that yeah. That's how he won. I, I saw that he won. I just didn't know that that's what yeah. happened, dude. That's so awesome. Yeah, Dante,
1: yeah, from what I understand, he talked to the ref asking something or saying something, got a penalty, and then That was the match (laughs) In the final of the world championships That's so Um,
0: crazy
1: (laughs) So yeah I I, I was really surprised though When when he was fighting uh, Nick That Alex was like letting him be that physical because he clearly like slapped him and clubbed him at least 10 times and like just straight leg kicked him. And I'm sitting there on commentary, so there's not really much I can do. I can't be like, Alex, come on, like let's get assertive with these guys. Um, because I'm sitting there commentating the match, so you kind of just have to put your faith in the referee um which i did yeah, i but thought what, alex did what, do you, what is he
0: supposed to do as far as like penalties like what is the like what is the punishment you're hitting them with like you could tell yeah, them that, to so, stop and then but it's like you know
1: stop for what he's right like, right i mean that's what alex said to me he's like i mean bro i didn't really know like what to say i know he wasn't supposed to be doing that but how was i supposed to penalize him and yeah. i said you know you're right we should have definitely gone over that if it was me as the referee personally i would i would have stepped in once after it happened the first time i'd have been like man you need to calm down like do not strike him again and if he did it again i'd have been like all right bro i'm not gonna warn you again if you hit him again the match is over and you lose that's what i would have done um I've, mm. I have w- w- DQ'd someone One time Ever at an event At the first one I believe Because <laughs> I said No flying submissions And then oh, he just flipped, Throws up A flying submission And I'm like Dude We clearly said it's gonna be a DQ. His opponent's like, That's a DQ, you said immediately. So I was like, Yeah, Yeah. you're right. I mean on some (laughs) tattletale
0: shit. Like I don't wanna fight. I don't wanna fight.
1: Yeah. Pretty (laughs) much, man. That's what happens. So uh, that's the only time ever. So I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to DQ anyone, but if you're like, you know, the referee tells you something, you ignore it, he warns you again, you ignore it again alright it's like there's not much more we can do uh, but other, you know, I think, other than I think that, that Ian, even even I don't think it's really Alex's all because he he didn't know what to do Yeah yeah, no, yeah that, like That's like a very either. Like
0: dude like Like you said Those guys like know How to push Like the boundaries Or like Test right. the boundaries Like dude he probably Smelled blood in the water He's like this ref Isn't gonna do shit Like after he kicked The right. first leg He's like yo I could do whatever The fuck I want Look at what
1: happened With Yachty yeah. and Fabian Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah 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 I mean No I I, I think you're right he, he did a good job um, Especially on that tap Where Nick tapped Enzo with a heel hook, clearly tapped him. You know, there's only one reason you make that motion with your hand. He the kid was trying to argue and his coach that he was going to push down on the leg. I'm like, brother, that's that's not how you push down on the leg. Yeah, It's like it's like pers- a straight
0: <laughs> straight hand. Like like the like the only reason you can figure your hand like I feel like if you're gonna push like your fingers are like they're not straight, like as if you're gonna slap. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's more like yeah. you're, you're you going for the emotion. heel of your hand. You don't need to like stretch your fingers out like that. Like I don't know. Yeah. Hey, but but also but also I saw the video and he tapped w- like once, right? And that is such yeah. a classic Brazilian tap, dude. Like that is the most like that is the yeah. quintu... dude, they yeah. have it down to a science, bro. It was I was impressed. <laughs> I was impressed.
1: I was like, yo, he only did it once. You're hundred percent right. It's You're 100% right It is a science To them eh I, I Dude
0: <laughs> I want to learn man I want to learn I've had, I've lost matches Where I was like Damn if I just did Some advantage shit I would have been Straight like This is yeah. oh, god
1: and the way I knew for certain is because their coach, Hugo, who was competing with them, was arguing hard with me before. And then we watched the video back with Hugo watching and then Hugo stops arguing with me. That's how I knew. I was like, dude, even you know. You're not going to say it, obviously, but you know, like, yeah, yeah, he clearly yeah. funny. No, no, but that, I, I, um, love,
0: I love that he wouldn't, like, call everyone else off. He just shut up. He
1: just stays quiet about it. He's like, yeah. all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right, I'm done. I'm done yeah. here, but
0: maybe they could they could do the...
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I think we handled it pretty perfectly, too. I, before I even knew that we had that video, I went over to Alex, and I was like, all right, look, Alex, you're the ref. I'm going to have your back, whatever decision you make. Like, I'm going to have your back. If you think he tapped, we are stopping this match. The match is over. You're going to raise Nick's hand. If you think this is worth like you know it's disputable and we're going to reset it we're going to reset them in the exact same position that you just reset them coming back and he's like dude he tapped i was like all right cool so i was ready to just have him raise nick's hand and call it and then my my photographer had his video guy there and he's like dude you want to watch us back see if we can see i was like oh perfect we went over i was like what are we arguing about this? He clearly fucking taps right here. Yeah. So, um, but I was ready to just have him raise Nick's hand regardless if he thought he tapped because he tapped and he stopped it. Yeah. That's what the ref saw. That's what the ref saw. Be. So yeah, I, I think Alex did well though, man. I think he did. Yeah. 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 I think so
0: too. Yeah. That was, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. And I mean, he probably saved that kid's ligaments cause, uh, you're like I don't
1: know let's be honest it's such a a perfect bite yeah goes
0: belly down I don't know I don't know where he thought he was gonna go I don't know man like just thinking about how much pressure he was putting on that it would this kid is like I mean good, good, I'm glad nobody got hurt and I honestly like I like those Brazilian guys, dude. I would love to go fucking train over there and do Pojada and fucking just <laughs> rounds after rounds, dude. I've been um I've been training at uh this place called Royal Jiu-Jitsu and it's uh with Mateus Lutz. And uh Oh yeah yeah yeah. Dude, it's so fucking fun. It's like fucking Brazilian funk blasting. And just everybody's just, like, wrestling, and, like, we're just... Scrapping. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun. Like, I get all my... I feel like I get, like, really solid, like, positional technical rounds at Vanguard. And then when I just want to go fucking, like... I don't know. You just need like these guys don't yeah. accept shit, so it's like I need
1: those rounds sometimes, and it's it's fun to go to Royal and do that. I, I and, totally hear you. Yeah, yeah. That makes perfect perfect sense. Then cool. speaking of this tournament as well, yeah, I want to ask you about this this match with Sean with Sean Yago. Yeah, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, going into this, uh-huh. I knew like okay, these guys are friendly. They're from near each other. Like I think they're friends. Yeah, and then I was like. Okay like they're getting each other's faces They're messing around and then as the match Starts to happen I'm like What the fuck is going on Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about this bro yeah. <laughs> What was so, the situation So
0: I mean f- I've known Yachty For years and I mean we just constantly talk shit To each other but in like it's lighthearted, it's fun and it's just Like fun like it's it, it, It's just been fun for years yeah and then um, Like this was our first time ever like competing against each other, and I'm just basically calling him gay and stuff, and like yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <I'm> like... <laughs> and like I don't know. Apparently he's he's telling me he goes he he told me he's like I'm gonna go psycho mode. <laughs> and I don't know what that means. Like <laughs> I, like. I have you no, I have no idea what the fuck psycho mode means until he keeps fucking headbutting me. No, dude, yo, the first collar tie he hits me with, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, Mister Krabs, like, like spinning out. Like, I'm like, yo, what's going on? I had no idea, bro. I had no idea this is what he meant. But you know, like I, honestly, like I put, I I dug myself in that hole. If I wasn't prepared to face whatever consequences I could, I would face because of the shit that I say, I would. You know, like I wouldn't say it. But like I know, I deserve that. Right. If, like you know, like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that dude. I, I was just sitting there watching, and I think they were up at that point too. Like they they were up on athlete up against you guys.
0: They they beat Stolfi,
1: Dar Stolfi. Yeah, yeah, they were the first two with Sean and Danny Stolfi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so I'm like, all right. Well, Sean's Sean's the best guy on on this New Reapers team. Like, you know, if he can be Fabian too. I, they're gonna win this, yeah, uh, because they can just stall the guys out. If they, even if the other guys can't sub them, which they're talented too, they might be able to. But if they can just stall it, they'll win. It's like, all right, like Sean's got thirty pounds on him. Sean's nasty. Like, there's a very good chance that he has Fabian, and he spends the first like six minutes of the match. Just pushing you into my audience. <laughs> <laughs> I tripped over some
0: dude with beer. I like got
1: beer all yeah, over my feet. Yeah. Like, yo, but you know, just I, like I, I knew.
0: I like as that was happening, and he's like collar telling me, and I got like pushed out the first time. I'm like, oh, like I could just do this and like stall him out, and like. I think we'll be fine. Like, I think, I think we'll be able to win it if I do that. And it is like a win if the smaller guy takes out a bigger guy, but believe me, I was trying to submit him. but it's just, just the throat posts were really effective on like keeping me, um, yeah. Like I, I couldn't really swivel my hips or whatever. I have pretty good arm bars and attacks from guard and stuff, but it's just really hard to, um, do it. Um, but like I've trained with Yachty for like years, right? So when he first came, we used to beat the fuck out of him, like four or five submissions a fucking round, like absolutely murdering him. Like not just me, but like Stolfi, everybody from Sarah's. So this is a real like progress thing for him, like where you know that that wa- that didn't happen that match. Like he's fucking sub Stolfi, and I wasn't able to do shit to him. So yeah, you know it's like. I gotta give him a lot of props for that. Like and I think like that played into our match too, where he wasn't really doing the jujitsu exchanges like I think he would be doing normally
1: with somebody my size yeah yeah dude he he comes up to me after the match and he's like i heard you were talking shit on commentary and i was pretty much expressing how i just don't understand what his strategy is how i feel <laughs> yeah. that he's the best guy on his team and he's putting himself in like no positions to go for subs that's
0: i don't like, think he even summary. listened to the commentary then if the, if that's Earnestly, like what he thought, like honestly, what he no, thought. No, I
1: think someone was just like, oh, what's good with this commentator? Yeah, and texted him. yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're like they're yeah, seeing
0: like, red and just want to be like, yo, this, yeah, book. yeah. Not because you were you were very like complimentary towards him, like and like yeah. and for the situation that was happening too. you were just like giving like a commentary
1: type of view. So yeah, I would just say like, man, dude, this guy is good. He's really good. He's the best guy on the team, in my opinion. Why is he not putting himself in spots where he can go for subs? Instead, he's, like, just trying to rape joke you from guard for, like, five minutes. Uh, (laughs) It just it still makes no sense to me because I feel like if he was able to sub you, I think they would have beat you guys. It would have been real hard to come back from that. Yeah. Um, But you weathered the storm, and I think he had, like, 30 pounds on you as well, so— It was impressive on your end, dude. And you mentioned a couple of minutes ago your guard, bro, you hit a triangle to open the tournament. You I think you got like a two on one grip on his elbow. Yeah. And hit up threw up a perfect triangle and then uh A few of you guys did actually, I think Danny put someone to sleep as well. Yeah, yeah, it was just
0: me and Danny who went out
1: the first round, and we just fucking murdered, yeah. That was so sick. Poor Dylan, I was like, Dylan's going to be freezing cold for this final, I wonder if he's even going to get to compete tonight. He was hyped, Dylan was so hyped to go, dude. (laughs) When when Joe was, uh, I don't know, Joe was fucking somebody up. And I think he had just, like, taken out two people in a row in middle of the match, Dylan's on the sideline, like, let him cook! Let him cook! <laughs> <laughs> and I was just getting the team hyped. And, uh, yeah, Yo, it was good energy, bro. It was yeah. really good energy.
0: Dude, yeah, our team, dude, we were... Uh, I don't know. It was just a great, like, bonding experience, too, like, for the team in general. Like, I haven't heard, like... Stolfi or Dylan or like Slim like yell like that. Like, you know, like they were fucking hype. Like, Ronan, I've gone out and competed with like alongside like trials and stuff. So I kind of like have experienced that before. But like those guys, like, and then all of us together, it was just fucking crazy. And then to debut Slim on a stage like dude, that. Dude, okay, I need to ask you about, dude, who the fuck is dude, this guy? Dude, Slim is he's a so monster, good. dude. I put Slim against like anybody, bro. he He's oh my god he's so good dude it's crazy I think he beat Tim Spriggs in the ADCC um like e shit that they used to have in Abu Dhabi what yeah this is like oh. a throwback oh, this did. is throwback shit dude so he's been training a long time oh yeah he's a black belt he's been training for like as long as Jason for sure and um dude like what? I said like like uh, well like he he's like a secret weapon like he's so fucking weirdly built Like you cannot do Heel hooks to him You can't do heel hooks to him No, no traditional Jiu works on him dude It's He's like Gumby And he's huge And it's just like It doesn't make sense So like Just You just hear Jason Shouting him out all the time When Jason was still at like Sarah's Cause that was like One of his main training partners And he's just like This guy who comes in Maybe once a week Like he doesn't train much at all He's just a Genetic
1: freak. That's so crazy, man. Yeah, he, he was the last match of the night was him versus Hugo. And like I said, Hugo's literally a black belt world champion like two years <laughs> ago. And Joe is just like exposing his heel like for fun. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> uh, just, like teasing him. I'm yeah, like, what that, the, like, fuck the is happening He's like right shrugging,
0: now? like he doesn't know why it's not working. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, yo, what the fuck, dude? And it is—it's just like that. You literally all your mechanics—you're doing everything you think is right, and then you're just like, why isn't this working, dude?
1: This is so stupid. I hate jujitsu. Like, <laughs> yeah, he—he no, he came out triangle the first two dudes. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He is a monster. He's a monster, um, dude. Yeah. So yeah, that was nice to see him. So he hasn't like competed really at all because his wife. My girlfriend was helping with the event. His wife said to my girlfriend, "She's like, oh my god, I'm so nervous. Like he came out of retirement for this. Like, because <laughs> like, he? He's, yeah. just, he's like not gonna pee." She was so nervous, apparently.
0: Dude, yeah, yeah. Just, we called him up. We needed somebody. Yo, yeah. we called. We <laughs> who, called who was the, was the original squad? One? Oh man, um, <laughs> this guy named Seth. Uh, this guy named Anthony Palacino, uh, Me, Dylan, and then. Um I think Xavier, but... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then people just started dropping out, dude. It was crazy. It was so crazy. But, I mean, that happens all the time, like, with tournaments and stuff, like, the Curse of Fight Week and all that shit. Like, uh, one of our guys, Seth, like, hurt his knee, like, the week of... And we had to get uh, Yeah Dylan was telling me that Yeah That's and unfortunate that's, where, that's when we got I, I was like yo We Let's put in Stolfi And Stolfi was a great pick dude Stolfi was great energy Yo Oh my god dude I loved And and you know You know it's <laughs> so sick well,
1: Sorry what were you gonna say no, 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 no! I was going to say the fact that he, you know, he said you want to learn to speak Portuguese. Uh, he was literally speaking Portuguese to the Brazilians. feel like, guys, calm down. <laughs> yeah, tough, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: and then he's like, and then he says literally one thing, and then they start yelling at him in Portuguese. And he's like, I don't. He, yeah. And then the next thing he says in Portuguese is, I don't speak much. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What, what are you saying about um, Stolfi? <laughs> uh, Stolfi was a great replacement he was great energy and then um, I was so happy that the team let me go first all the time so I did um, like I, I went second I think for Yachty's Matt like the Yadi's team yeah but I was campaign that's because these motherfuckers are moving me and I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like please, please let me go first, dude. I, I want I'm dying to go first. I need to go first. Like I can't I can't not go. Like and, and like I'm just losing my mind like I, I, I get myself so worked up, I'm like I ha- I have to go first. I'm gonna protect you, Dylan. Dylan, you're a queen in the castle. I'm gonna protect you, nobody's gonna get you, I'm gonna build a moat and nobody's going past cost me, dude and <laughs> it's just so fun i love this team shit dude it, it was it was a lot of fun what
1: did um what did you think of of how we formatted the quintet? so like in this case there were like some potentials for four minute matches with a weight difference of 45 pounds or more but mm-hmm. ironically like every single instance where there was that much of a weight difference the smaller guy said no nah, i want to go eight minutes uh um, so we it. had that and then you like that, yeah?
0: Yeah, that, I mean, I think they're bugging for that, because like, if I would have drawn oh, one of yeah. those huge Brazilian dudes, I would have been like, yeah, give me the four.
1: Dude, there was a kid from, uh, I think his name's Luis, from 10th Planet. He weighed in at like 140 or 145, yeah. and he's fighting a guy who weighed in at 195. He's like, I'll take the eight. I'm like, bro, it's the first fucking match of the series. I, like, remember, I remember that. That was against my guy, guy, guy. That was against my guy, I think. And then my guy took his back. It happened again. Oh, Yes, yes Yeah, it, ha- it happened a few times Where the smaller guy's like Nah, I'll go eight I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy They're insane um, for that So, yeah, there's that And then uh, and then it did we didn't see it at all we almost saw it between broadway and TriStar, uh, the overtime where oh, you get to awesome. pick a person from the opposing team what do you think of uh, like the, how we had it formatted would you change anything would you do like a, you know a golden score overtime instead of vbi or would you you know change the time limit what would you think of how he formatted it
0: no nah, i think because you ha- don't have any scoring in the tournament why are you going to add scoring at the end of the tournament like it just changes sure. Like, I, I, I don't think you should blend the rule sets like that much sure. where uh, it makes more sense to make it like a sub only thing where you go into uh, whatever, like EBI over time. So I think I think it makes more sense to do that. And yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there has to be some sort of penalty, I think, set up for not really stalling, but like, I don't know, like there there has to be some sort of penalty system and like maybe it's adding more time to the overtime or whatever but like but also i think the spirit of quintet does involve stalling from like the smaller guy of course like it is in the spirit within the spirit of quintet and like gamesmanship to be like the guy who like just survives and then takes out a monster you know like so i don't know i don't know i i guess i mean i i would say the overtime thing is cool um you I know think, I I think
1: yeah well, go ahead
0: well I, I was going to say I did combat jiu-jitsu team the team event in Mexico and they mm-hmm. did that too and like our team was killing it and then we lost cuz Dorian doesn't really know that much back mm. didn't really know too much back That's escapes right. at the time and um yeah he he lost like that And that always left Like a fucking Bitter taste in my mouth I mean 10 G's Of course it's gonna leave A bitter taste yeah. in my mouth Dude <laughs> Bro It was a 50 yeah, G 50 G tournament Sheesh. We got to the finals bro Oh my god That oh, was insane man. Yeah but I mean yeah Fuck <sighs> I, That's the second So this is the second Quintet I've done I don't
1: know if I, I, I think so What we're doing in Florida And I, I honestly Would have implemented this This last weekend I'll be 100% honest, I just forgot. <laughs> so, the stalling penalty, you'll yeah. get one warning, you'll get a second warning, and then the third warning is, or, or the third time is not even a warning. The person who is stalling, or sorry, the person who's not stalling gets to choose back or arm, just like EBI oh, all time. Fire. And the regulation will continue from there. So, if you escape, you just keep going, normal regulation. But you know you have to start in that position for the rest of, of regulation and then every stalling call after that is the same thing you're out of warning so you just get put back in that position that's so i funny. think that makes it nice
0: i love that yeah that would be fun yeah, i, I mean but i good. also like i love the ebi overtime positions like i'm like i live there I'm like yeah whatever like Dude, just, you're, so, i you're
1: and i've heard i've experienced this firsthand but i've also had other people tell me too that you are like impossible to keep your back like two yeah. hooks in body triangle, it doesn't matter. Doesn't you had like this doesn't weird ability, body type to like just fucking, like f- you know, fuck your hooks. Like this is nothing. this is like
0: my specialty. <laughs> like if if I had to be like, oh, what's your best thing? I'd be like turtle and like getting my back taken. I guess <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite part of jiu-jitsu i guess is when i get my back taken and then i get out and then they're tired that's how i win the best that's bat. incredible
1: that's <laughs> yeah. incredible dude yeah i i mean i remember when when i uh competed against you it was I, it was funny enough it was two overtime rounds because of where we were positioned on the card mm-hmm. and the first round i just like did a bullshit i just spun as fast as i could and i just got out quick i think i held you for maybe like 15 seconds and then i got out in like 10 or 12 or something stupid just like by mm-hmm. bullshit uh and i think the ref also fucked up too where my elbow wasn't across and he still like called oh out.
0: i think you got um, into mount right or, like it was yeah, yeah, mount. Had, like, yeah i remember that your like arm that. was
1: still up i was like yeah what the fuck the, the ref was like out and so yeah. i stopped yeah. And then they're like, okay, no, actually keep going. I'm like, dude, no, come on. <laughs> you, you just yelled out as loud as you could. Like, what the fuck are you doing? It and was then Alex you held me for again. the full it two was minutes. Alex. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it was Alex for sure. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but, um, but I remember that. I was like, fuck, I cannot keep that. Like, the first time you get out, like, 15 seconds, the second time you got out and, like, maybe less than 15 i was like what the fuck is this and i usually have real good ebi like i can hold it back well Mm -hmm. but with you just not happening (laughs) dude i
0: don't know what it is i think it's from and actually i mean i know what it is now that like i have more years in jiu-jitsu like i have a better understanding of what i'm doing and like the other day i was with my girlfriend like uh trying to go over it and like she wants to learn or she asked me if I could just like show her some things from back escape, like just back escapes. And like a lot of it, like I really have to go through and be like, what the fuck am I even doing here? I just kind of (laughs) like vibe my way through. I
1: know intuitively.
0: Right. Yeah. And like, that's horrible though. Like I don't want to be like that. Like I want to actually understand the things that I'm doing and like, I'm slowly making more and more progress on it, but I do have a really good, um, uh like i made two reels about it like a while ago on fourth stringers and like basically those are i i put like six escapes like one after the other and those are like that's my whole system like pretty much and yeah the only only person David who i think cool. is awesome at back escapes like that is john calestein really i've never i've never trained with him Dude, insane. Like, he can rotate within your—oh, and Giant Slayer. But that's because he's got, like—he can literally shrink within your, within your, your yeah, like hooks and yeah. stuff. Like he, he, he
1: fought my teammate uh, recently, Reese. And it's funny because Reese is like, dude, you can't do anything to this guy. You can't. He's too, like—he's too small. Yeah, dude, it's magic. He's good, too, but he's too small. Yeah. Dude, too, awesome. too small.
0: yeah. I, yeah. I did—I I lost to him, like, two or three or four years ago at Trials East Coast. Decision. Again, I'm cursed. I'm marred by day two decisions, <laughs> dude. Because uh, Keith and then this motherfucker, Giant Slayer, bro. And I just, we, bro, yo, we had a war. And I'm like, yo, this is so, like mid-match. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I can't fucking hold his back. Like, I keep getting him. I break him down a turtle. Like, he tries to shoot on me. I'm just stuffing him into like, I'm putting him through the ground. And then I try to get to his back. And then suddenly, like, I'm on his back, hooks, everything. And he's suddenly rotated like he does the exorcist. He, his head has turned all the way around. <laughs> and now he's now on bottom guard.
1: I'm like, Yo, what the fuck? He, uh, yeah, man, that kid's super fun to watch. It's, it's funny because like he's a good example of if people like to watch you. You know, the, people are going to have you on the show. You'll Hell be able to yeah. make money, build yourself a brand. Because I think he's literally like zero and five, or like one and five, or something on WNO. They call him like every other show to do a match, dude. Uh, I and need he doesn't more say of no him, and he fights anybody. Yeah, I need Seriously, more like, of him. I he, don't care. He, he's like, on our car next weekend. He's bro, on our card next weekend. One, he's fighting Andrew DeGrasse.
0: One win takes away a mound of losses. I've learned that. I've learned that so much. Like, dude, I feel like I've failed my way towards like moderate success in jiu like i'm just constantly competing just like win or lose whatever just like i i, I just keep a good attitude like as corny as that sounds yeah. and like it's it, it's still fun for me you know like I, going out there competing like fucking putting it on the line it's it's so fucking fun and like you know as long i feel him on that because like as long as they'll keep having him i'm sure he'll keep doing it because it's just something like you can't help it. You just it's you, you know? You gotta do it. You gotta keep competing. Yeah. It's fun. You know? No, that's that's the most I respect him like, so much for that. Him and he, have you seen so that other there's watch. like another uh little person, his name's like Mizitos or something, or Zitos. Well he's
1: he's like actually a midget though, yes. dude. I'm trying to actually get him on one of my Bro, cards. Him versus <laughs> Giant Slayer, dude. Please. giant slayer you think Hame so yeah versus
0: giant slayer please book we it. might be able to make that happen dude are you dude, kidding me that would be the most it's funny um fireworks fucking show and then you get two blind dudes on there too
1: <laughs> <So> <laughs> dude if i ever had to find a blind guy bro you know what my strategy would be i'd just be telling the crowd to like shush and just tiptoe behind him. <laughs> And just fucking dude, leap on his back. Dude, go I, for had, the I
0: had to verse a blind. Well, he didn't even, have, he wasn't even like completely blind. Like, he could kind of see you, like, if you're maybe like like five inches from him. Like, he could see five inches in front of his eyes. Okay. So it's not like completely, completely blind. But, dude, this motherfucker is so strong. So, I, I had a match against him at Naga, and this motherfucker is so strong. And so I pull guard. I kind of have a feeling he's blind because of the way he's like moving. And then he just oh, you didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. He had he had like those wandering eyes. Like you know, like what what are you looking at? Type of shit. And then it's like (laughs) he's like he's like like, you know we shake hands and then he's like kind of just like it looks like he's lost when when we when we break apart. And then I pull guard. And then he just starts sending flying knee cuts. Like doesn't even know <laughs> underhook. Like he touches my shins and then just sends a knee cut like right to my center mass and just constantly <laughs> doing knee cuts. So I was like, I was oh, like, yo, this shit. is fucked up. Like so, I what I did was I, I would like back away and guard, and I was just foot sweeping him like from far away. <laughs> like no no connection just like kicking his feet and then wrestling up and just coming up with
1: like (laughs) (laughs) that's more fucked up than my my strategy yeah fuck him dude honestly I think
0: I think that's more respectful though like if I like I respect you as a competitor so much that I'm gonna use your disadvantage against you like if you have a little arm or, like, a little foot, like, or anything, like, a little hand, like, I'm crushing it. And then we're gonna shake hands after, and you're gonna be like, that
1: was awesome. And I'm gonna be like, hell yeah, like, good match, or whatever. Dude, Landon, uh, Landon Elmore fought a guy. He's actually really good. He's, he's I know a know Landon. Belt. Um, I know Landon. He, so he, Landon's a blue belt He's sixteen, oh seventeen, 17, whatever he is I think he just turned 17 But he fought a black belt uh, with one hand And he's oh, like isn't, he that, a,
0: isn't that fucking like, um,
1: Jeff, Jeff something
0: Yeah, bro That was in Dallas, I think, right? Yes, he's he's good, bro This guy's really good, he wins a lot of stuff No, and I know, I was w- talking to him after We were I yeah, got injured there And he, we were both Um On the injury thing, did Landon injure him? No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think... uh, I
1: forget how he did. He might have heel hooked Yeah, I think he might have heel hooked him and popped him a bit. That's why. Maybe, but Landon comes up to me, because I was judging that. He comes with to me, he goes, bro, I just fought a guy with one hand. Bro, the nub grip is crazy strong. <laughs> the <nub> grip is <laughs> wild, bro. I was like, the what? He's the like, nub. bro, the nub grip, I'm telling you, I just grabbed him by the nub and shoved it and threw up a triangle. It worked perfectly. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> the nub grip, like, the, stick shift, to right the
0: stick shift triangle, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yeah, so. yo, you want to hear something fucked up? Oh my god! Oh yes, my please. god! Oh my god! So that guy, <laughs> we're both injured, right? And I remember calling my girlfriend and telling her this immediately when this happened, dude. I wanted to touch the nub so bad. I wanted to be like, yo, what does that feel like? Is it soft? Like, what is? it? Is there a bone sticking out? So I like made a joke and like, you know how like you pow around and you shove somebody? Like I yeah, went, my yeah. hand went straight to the nub, and I. T- <laughs> <laughs> no. This is soft nub. It's a soft nub. I. I
1: <laughs> Bro, please tell me you're fucking kidding. No, I'm. So,
0: <laughs> I had to know, dude. I. Had to, I don't regret it. I don't regret anything. I had to know. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. I forgot yeah, about that I mean that. dude Respect to the Respect to the guys In jiu With the uh, You Not know the kind of deformity yeah. bro, there, There's like, Remember the guy At West Coast Trials Last year With no feet Just ankle locking bro, Everybody Bro <laughs>
0: that's my boy So I did I did no. uh, I did high rollers Like uh, one of the first High rollers And here's this This motherfucker Mr. Footloose Is his name On Instagram <laughs> And he's walking around, and I got nobody to warm up with, dude. I got nobody to warm (laughs) up with. (laughs) And then I'm over here, and then I go, (laughs) I sit down, I meet this guy, I'm like, yo, you might, can I warm up with you? He's like, yeah, but, and then I look down, like, this motherfucker got no feet. How am I supposed to practice my heel hooks on you?
1: (laughs) Holy shit, bro. He's got no feet. So you so you met him, and you're like, man, yeah. I need to warm up? Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. And then he's like, by the way, I got no feet. I got no uh, yeah, yeah, I hope you don't want
0: to <laughs> practice heel hooks. Cause. The crazy thing is he was leg-locking people. And that's what I was going to say. At like, the tournament, he, like, knee-barred two people, like... Yeah, it's like <laughs> that shit is not I, fair. I, I don't know. He he comes to stumping. Even. He he com- he comes in stumping too. He's not. He doesn't like walk up to you. He he like stomps his way towards you. You know, like he's got to do high knees because that's how he's got to walk
1: like balanced. And it's fucking intimidating, dude. dude. Dude, huge respect to that guy He And people were like, well, maybe maybe you can knee bar him But I don't even think you can knee bar him Because no. so much of the knee bar, I feel like you're, the foot gets caught Dude, there's no foot to get he can, caught He can just rotate, so he, he can, foot can foot just rotate Why <laughs> exactly. Why wouldn't he just
0: rotate? You, you can't hold the heel to keep his knee in line with your hips Right. will right. just fucking rotate you, you try to grab that thing? You try to grab that nub? Oh <laughs> no. no, dude <laughs> That's probably you're the only strongest the nub grip ever, grip dude is, He's just walking yeah. on it all day
1: <laughs> nah dude, respect to these guys. So yeah, I, I would love to set up a Get match him between on. um we dude, I would you know, there's a guy at Henzo Gracie Austin. I actually haven't seen him in a minute, but um he's got one leg. I would love to set up a <laughs> Yo, match. Yeah, what is between, this <laughs> fucking the circus
0: invitation <laughs> like what the fuck?
1: I would love this set of footage versus uh <laughs> just <our> they'
0: <laughs> like yeah I've got a toad boy, I've got a bearded lady, I've got a fucking it's like all the old all the old carnival stuff. Oh sh-
1: <laughs> no but but bro for, for real I, I shit you not. I have an agreement with Gary Tonin where Gary says and he he's been begging me, I swear for like six months now. Anything that this guy sends me on Instagram Is midget related I don't know what his (laughs) algorithm looks like I I don't even want to begin to imagine But dude Everything's midget related And he's like So when are you Going to have a midget Match on the show And I'm like Dude I'm, I'm working on it I've got other things <laughs> You know i bit. I've of, got head, I've got, head got head other priorities so I've got other priorities And yeah. I said I'll, I'll tell you what I will find two midgets And I will fly them Into the show To have this match But you have to be The special guest referee He's like done <laughs> That would he's be done. fire He should bring back so, Cash
0: chicks and championships And be like This is the only True champion We could have For this brand <laughs> Bro, triple
1: c triple c fucking uh trophy oh my god now we'll, we'll make it happen i'm shooting to, honestly i would like to do it in february yeah. when we do the quintet avow submission series i would dude, love to have I, a match I, between two little people
0: i'll help you match make it dude i i know i know so many weirdos in jiu-jitsu
1: so <laughs> that'd be incredible. That would be yeah, incredible, girl, dude, yeah. That's
0: so funny. But yeah, you you gotta stop calling them midges, bro. They don't like that. You gotta be, it's little person, dude. Is it? Yeah, they hate that. I don't
1: know. I feel like, really? I,
0: I, see, feel, I feel like, like they i hate videos where... I feel like the ones that I've talked to appreciate it if you say little person. And maybe really? they won't tell you that it's like, oh, the other one's hurtful. But from what I, my experience, being a short individual, interacting with shorter <laughs> individuals, uh, they don't like it. But, yeah, I, but don't know. I don't know, you ask him. I, I, I just want to see that Z stuff guy. That he, Dude, meet, he he needs. looks like he's nasty. Dude, the he looks way, really good. The way he wrestles up is like... It's the it's my favorite shit. I don't even know. He levitates up to his feet <laughs> when he does a high crotch,
1: dude. It's it's fucking magic, dude. Yeah, I, I was. Someone sent or a few people sent me his Instagram one day. I made a story. I was like, I'm looking for two little people to have a match. Can anyone help me out? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and a lot of people sent me his profile. And I was going through his, his reels and like his training videos. I was yeah. like, this guy's got better fucking wrestling than me. What He's is a going dog, on, yo? He's a dog. Yeah, he looks it. Yeah, yeah looks it, uh, so yeah. Hopefully we can make that happen in February in Austin, dude. Um, that would be yeah, so Giant awesome. Slayer will, Gi- Giant Slayer <laughs> will see next weekend. He's got an EBI match against uh, Andrew DeGraff, who I also train with. Um, that'll be fun too. Oh, Andrew's awesome. not a, not a little person. He's a regular <laughs> size. He's still person. little, but <laughs> he's still pretty he's still little. little, yeah, little I dude, we're all little. This little kid bro. Does, like, yeah, right. This kid does, like, he's insane. He does, like, 60 kilos and 65 at the Opens. Mm. And he always does some. real well in both, but usually he wins a smaller one. Yeah, there's um, some
0: fucking buzz saws in the 65 sometimes. And the 70. Oh, dude, my God. The 70's a minefield. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, what I'm starting to realize is kind of the same people, for the most part, over and over again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like more younger kids are doing the brackets and that's what's driving the numbers up. But those advanced divisions, yeah, I feel like it's for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it's I've been the judging same a lot of the opens, and my yeah, my teammates have been doing them, and they're always fighting the same guys, like like Landon Reese. These guys, they've they've. Yeah, you know, there's guys that they fought like four or five times now wow. at the opens. Same with with Abraham too. There's just one guy that Abraham is like nine and zero against or some some <laughs> shit like that. So I, I hate to be that guy fighting Abraham, <laughs> but that's so um, funny. But the opens are so sick, man. Have you have you done any except for uh, that one in Dallas that you mentioned? Um,
0: I'm trying to think if I did any others. I think I just did. The One in Dallas, to be honest. Hold on, Kristen. Are did you I, do did the- I do any other ADCC opens? Um, just yeah, just the one in Dallas, but it's because like it falls within like the IBJJF stuff too. So, like, I would do no nogi no pans and like worlds and stuff. So, I, I, I would see. like to okay. for those. <laughs> are you uh, are you gonna do the New Jersey one? i'm thinking about it yeah it's like february whatever right so i I don't know man like i i believe like i don't know i don't know because that one's gonna be crazy and like what is the objective like the objective is to win adcc so you know like get the invite so but also i'm going to south america
1: dude i'm gonna get my ecuadorian passport look out Brazilians. Ooh, dude it's funny you said that because i'm i'm trying to do similar i'm trying to get my greek passport so i can do the the european trials uh, dude they should uh, they, you should I'm be born with one <laughs> stapled to your head with a last name like that bro Are you kidding you me you would think bro right you, like, like, oh, you got to be is, like uh, what else uh, proof
0: do you fucking need
1: <laughs> The, the thing is in Greece, so I, I'm technically a Greek citizen now. We've gone through like that that process. Uh, my dad's helped me out of of getting that done. The thing is in Greece, you need to actually serve in the military. So um, now I need to like get an exemption.
0: Uh, serving so the military to, in like, my bro.
1: ass, dude. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, bro. I think that just if you want to live there, you know, I just want my papers. I'm not planning on going there, living there for a long period of time, yeah. uh, or ever really. I don't ever plan on visiting if I don't need to. Um, but wow, you're yeah, not you're not a big you're not a big a pain, yes. a
0: Greece head or whatever. Like Greece I head. feel like all <laughs> Greek people fucking like live and die in Greece. They're like, oh my god, this summer I'm gonna go away for three and a
1: half months. Yeah. Here's the thing, bro. I've never left. Okay, I've left the states one time for the Tijuana Open, the ADCC Tijuana Open for one day with my buddies. That's the only time I've ever left American soil wow. for like 24 hours. We gotta, um, yo, we gotta other than get you international,
0: dude. You need to be like a Greek. You, you're missing out on your entire culture, then. Like, you should be out there fucking. I don't know, <laughs> eating meat on a stick
1: yeah 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 for real no one day I'll visit we'll see but uh there's just too much to do right now here I got too much I know there's so much work to do here in the states there's so much work to do bro you get it yeah Uh, what's next for you man you got any competitions coming up soon besides potentially that open the
0: open um
1: court trials
0: Uh, trials yeah i mean just all the big ones and then hopefully march uh march 2nd and 9th i'm gonna do um the brazilian trials i'm I'm gonna do both if i need to but uh yeah i really want to do those that'd be awesome you do 66 right
1: hell yeah yeah i do 66 dude i cut down yeah that's how much i cut down from you, bro, uh, 30 pounds. I feel like you're like, what, well, 175 ish, right?
0: Nah, dude, I'm like one si- 170. One se- 170, I like okay, my fattest, okay. bro. So, yeah, like, okay. Then I got to get down to 66. So, what, like 145, so. It's like 25 pounds dude, The day before weigh-ins are clutch Dude did that I was trials. doing it day of though Like when I was That's doing insane. trials I was doing a day of When I got to day two with Esteban or whatever That was day of dude <laughs> I felt like a dog I felt like such a monster dude I wish it was still day of Like the fucking weight cut doesn't affect me Like I feel like mentally Like it does like other people Like I still feel like all worked up and crazy I could still go like I still got the cardio to do it so just having everyone have that crutch to like do it the day before ah fuck I hate that bro I hate it I hate it so much for me
1: I like it personally I've done one trial I did a West Coast trial last year Uh and there, I was probably like 165, 170. I think I weighed in like 167 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I did 77 because there was just no oh, way. Shit. I had cut to 45 before, uh, but day before. And I've done that a few times, so I know I can do that day before. But day of, I was like, man, that's not a good idea. So I did 77. I did well. I, I hit three subs in like 30 seconds. Oh, I, made I remember it to day two that. And then I think I, I lost to. Yeah, then I lost to fucking uh, John Satava, who I didn't even know who he was. And then after, oh someone was like, he, Yeah, he's won trials before. I'm like, What? Yeah. Uh, and then I wouldn't watch. was like, Oh, okay, he's, he's actually pretty good. He's like, beat <laughs> Jason and I think Rao He lost and to William stuff. Tackett. No. Yeah,
0: he beat Jason Rao at the last trials, at the last ADCC East Coast one. What? Yeah, bro. He beat him on
1: golden score, a takedown. <laughs> no way this guy beat me by like a pass I was I feel like now I could do way better but mm. I was like man, oh man I don't know I, I felt I could have done better that is he's, mind he's, boggling he's that one of those guys Jason. who
0: wins like I feel like just from the matches that I've seen it's like a win like right at the end like knows how to win like been training with the Brazilians for so long he's like win does just enough
1: to win I see yeah yeah yeah, he he was super tough. So I lost to this guy by a pass on day two. Um and that was my experience at seventy seven. I did okay. I beat some like RA right, guys, but um yeah, when I was gonna do seventy seven as well for these last trials and Then Mo's like, yeah, we're going to do 66 – or sorry, we're going to do a day before. I was like, oh, I'm 100% going to do 66 then. And then I just wasn't training consistently, so I didn't do it. But I feel like like the guys I train with that are 66, I'm – I'm definitely a bit bigger and more physical than them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like having that that extra day, I feel like in my oh, like if you're bigger, it's gonna help you. Like the, oh, the yeah. dude at seventy seven. Bro, there's some guys that are like two hundred pounds on the day of the competition. Dude, now. Insane. so there's just no yeah. way I was gonna do seventy seven. So but I think that if they're gonna do that for trials, they also gotta do that for worlds. They like, don't do it for worlds? Think, that makes no sense. You didn't know. No, you have to I wait th- th- three days in a row.
0: I thought. Uh, well, you know, the second day they're kind of like lax about it, like so, like they change it on uh, the fly. Like I, I think, I think the last one they, they didn't care about it.
1: I don't think so, man. I think everyone had to, to wait the, the day last before. One, day, not the last one. Uh, the
0: one two ones ago where everyone had pink oh, one eye
1: nineteen oh okay yeah I don't know dude but I, I yeah, think yeah. like if they end up keeping it to day before weigh-ins for trials and they then, should definitely do that for worlds are you kidding me yeah b- because mad people are gonna miss weight I feel like and good dude I'll be in the if, reserves if, it, waiting <laughs> yeah. ready dude, it makes me kind of wonder like if anyone's ever missed weight for ADCC like there's no way no one's ever missed weight No, I'm, I'm pretty sure they you know have been I mean? the people it's a curse of fighting. Yeah, I wonder how they would yeah i wonder how they would go about that um
0: you hear some pretty extreme like, weight cutting stories like nicky ryan had a crazy one
1: for day two and for, yeah for uh for what 66 or 77 66 i believe she, dude, Gary's this last ADCC was insane, man. really. This guy was all skin and but bo- like Gary's like 175, 180. Ooh, yeah, he's big. to make one to make 145 the day before and the day of is just like I don't know. Even I, I feel like kind of in his performance, you see it too. Like he didn't, yeah, he didn't look like himself. Um. Uh, I think I don't know. I mean, if the weight cut has something to do with it, uh, yeah, he, probably, he probably doesn't like hearing that because that he's shit was fuck miserable. You up for saying that, <laughs> he's gonna, gonna fuck clip, me up. Dude. I'm gonna
0: clip that. I'm gonna put he's that. Gonna I'm gonna be like, yo, check usual. out this podcast yeah. with Christos, and it's just you're like, yeah. I don't know, man. Gary fucking could have done better at ADCC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I, it's not just me that thinks that. I feel like if you ask most people that watched his match with Sam McNally, like Sam McNally, yeah, I remember like, that. I remember that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember like two weeks after that or something, uh, Keith Kricorian destroyed Sam McNally. Yeah, at at Grapple Fest, and that's not a knock on Keith. He's very talented, but I've seen Gary compete and I've trained the guy firsthand and seen what he does to other people in the training room, and it's like, yeah, dude, <laughs> this guy is unreal. Um, so. Yeah, yeah no. a, a big weight cut on like day of is just is crazy. But that's like that's probably the most insane weight cut I've ever seen anyone do firsthand. Uh, mm-hmm. Just miserable, bro. Just miserable. Like this guy just didn't eat, or he ate like I don't know. That was the craziest shit I've ever seen anyone do to their body. Um, so yeah, we'll see next ADCC. I don't know like what weight class he's gonna do, but yeah. <laughs> that Let's was see. a crazy weight cut. And and we'll we'll see what they do with the. yeah i
0: wonder if they're ever gonna add another weight class or anything like that i mean they already set a precedent by doing it with women so yeah mo says no i don't know we're we're gonna have to see it i I I, I think anything's possible especially with how much the rules have been changing like it's almost like yeah you're like Fucking you're kind of feeding me some bullshit if you're telling me shit does not change, and I'm like literally everything has changed the past like year and a half,
1: of course, of course, yeah. i mean dude when when you like this past trial is you made top eight, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that was like uh that's like. Nice fight, nice pretty breakout performance. If you ask me, I know you you lost to Keith by decision. Yeah, uh, like how how did you feel throughout that trials and in that match with Keith? Yo, Trials is such a crap shoot, though Because it's like, sometimes you just
0: go in there And you're just g- going against, like, nobodies You know what I mean? Like, you don't know any, Like, anybody could fucking sign up You get your fucking registration, you know I so, like that, though Yeah, I like, that, I like it, too, can, but, like, then, but then it's then it's like made out of nothing But then it's like, a lot of it is luck of the draw, too Because, you know, what if uh, yeah. you're doing 66 You run into Ethan, you got, whatever Reese, like, Keith Like, all, all these guys, like, first, second, third round You know? And like I feel like trials is such like trials is such a luck of the draw tournament like it's crazy like everyone has different lines to get in, in, into day two I feel like day two is where like the men become I mean the you separate the boys and the men right like right, like yeah. anything anything before day two it's like you know any I feel like anybody can make day two like I, I like you you just get one or two matches get some random fucking blue belts boom you're yep. day two. But as soon as you chop it down, uh, that's when shit gets crazy. And like, I don't know, I just, I, I, my training was really good. I mean, you know, you never go into these tournaments a hundred percent, like ever, like I, you, you don't, and I'm not like one to harp or like even go into like much detail with what was going on or whatever the fuck, but like. I felt so good And I remember the match Right before Keith Krikorian I just like It's like yo You're like on a high You know like Yeah 100% I remember I remember like Oh shit I got some time Before Keith I'm like this rules And then I was like There's like a balcony Over there Right where the warm up mats are So I just go out there And I start smoking And I smoke an entire joint Oh no (laughs) I smoke an entire joint And then Right as I sit down To chill out I thought I had like 30 more minutes My boy comes running in, he's like Yo your match uh, they're calling your name for Keith for, for the match against Keith and I go what like, ah! yo it no was so way, yo I, I mean I wouldn't change it it was fun it was awesome I, I had a great time but it's just so funny like that that happened like dude I was having such a good time in that match I think like the first exchange that happened I took him down and then like I think he tried to get on my back and then I kind of like just four pointed the entire match like he couldn't like really secure um, or I, I think he might have gotten back my back in in the no points. And then, like, it was just such a bitch for him to try to take my back all the other times. Like, I was just literally four-pointing and getting out, like, the entire time. And then we went into overtime. And uh, I thought... So, dude, and I've had Smash Pass J tell me about this. But it's like, I thought that they count all of your initiations from the entire match. They wipe that, and then they only... Score the overtime as its own thing
1: What do you t- No what are you talking or, about
0: or It's one of those two it's one of those two So it's either no no they they score the whole Match so they score the whole match okay So I thought it was just the overtimes Then so I no, was going no, In yeah. the overtime because I'm like okay like I need to keep a gas tank for The overtime and I'm just gonna. I see. You, you know, I'm gonna show out for this. Like, okay, like I just gotta play defensive until we get to overtime. He's gonna be tired, and then that's what I, I did. See. But you know, it was too little, too late. He performed too well during the match and they gave it to him the regulation i see
1: yeah no they're counting the whole thing for sure yeah
0: yeah and and i think it was and the reason i lost to estevan i believe and i might be wrong about this because i remember going through this and then me and smash pass jay talked about this in the comments later like i had a whole podcast about this and he listens shout out to him and um i remember going through this but uh i think like in the years before it was like that um it only counted in the overtime but again, I might be fucking. I might be fucking wrong. I, I have no problem saying how, that. I
1: don't know how it was before. I know now what they train us to do. Is, old Jay trains because he's the one that yeah. you know we learned from. My, my first open, I was like blessed enough that Jay put me with uh, with classy grappler as oh, his my second God. judge, and I learned, dude, it he was amazing. Molested. I learned a lot from him that day. <laughs> 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 yeah, Bro, it, it I'm was so amazing. thankful I got molested by him. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then doing all the seminars beforehand with Jay, I've learned a lot. But That's even cool. I feel like competing now, it's made me, like, way better in that rule set because I understand exactly what the judges are looking for, or are yeah. supposed to be looking for, What you know, as if they're competent. But what we're doing is, like, every time something significant in the match happens, we look at, okay— who like how did that scramble start it's because this person made this move okay so we mark a tally under red or blue or whatever it is so even like you know a a perfect example of this happening where you can look like you're losing but you're actually winning is AJ Agazarm and John Combs at West Coast Trials in 2019 this is the match I always go back to AJ just shoots a low single on John John stuffs it Hits a go behind, almost takes his back, and then AJ will like score him out, stand back up. It looks like John's fucking him up, about to take his back. But the only reason that happened is because AJ shot that low single. So every time that happened, they're putting a tally for AJ. And then when you go to a decision and you you know see okay, more exchanges happen because of this person, they're going to give it to that person. But like you know, like we said a minute ago, throughout the whole uh, regulation and overtime, it's not just one or the other um, they score the whole match as a whole yeah I love that rule set man it's so good it's, it's so fun. it's like Bites like I so said, much action I think it's the most spectator friendly yeah for sure
0: <laughs> um yo i I just saw the time I actually have to head out soon I gotta go teach classes this actually really flew by thank you for doing this podcast do you have anything else you want to say before I end this I'm so sorry I'm doing this so suddenly
1: what's up i, I think you uh, cut out a little bit oh i
0: said i'm so sorry i'm doing this so suddenly uh, is there anything else you wanted to mention before i, I end you're the good, podcast
1: because i just saw the time and it's it's pretty late like i have to go yeah you're good man yeah we've been on here for a minute dude uh, thank you for having me on thanks for giving me the platform this was uh this was a good time good chatting uh chopping it up with you whoever's listening course check out enigma tv you can uh, catch the replay of fabian and, and the vanguard team competing this last weekend and then we have a bunch of other uh, sick events coming up the next few weeks so yeah thanks for having me on bro this is great
0: yeah yeah and uh, everybody keep your eye out for the nubby <laughs> little person invitational i'm <laughs> definitely gonna help see if i can help set that up dude because i am die dude that's the best thing that's come out of this podcast so i hope it, i hope you do that all right <laughs> sounds good man thank you take care man peace